on FM, on DAB, and up to date on social media. We are Radio Newark. Thank you, Whitney. <laughs> I was saying Whitney was getting so emotional there that she came back for a second go, actually. So, um, yeah, thanks. Thanks for the emotion. So, welcome. Sunday morning, you're listening to Radio Newark and it's Girls Around Town. And I'm Roslyn Palmer and Rachel Repper is here. So, hi, Rachel. How's your week been? Very good. Thank you, Ros. Yeah, I've been uh, in the office, which I haven't minded because it has been grey and dull. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm still smarting from the news that it's been the hottest and sunniest May in records since goodness only knows when and that is the may that i went back to work <laughs> <laughs> you were you were away for some of it as well weren't you no not for may i've been i've purely been working all through may um i did uh, enjoy the bank holiday weekend but my first uh, we have a motorhome as uh, our listeners might know and our first motorhome trip out in the sunny weather is going to be next weekend so i'm frantically checking the weather forecasts and daily the met office to see what the weather's going to be doing next weekend well, weathered lovely today, isn't it? So I'm going for lunch and then I'm going off out into the country. I've got guests staying with me, including my adorable three-year-old niece. Well, great niece. I'm showing my age now, everybody out there. Um, but she calls me auntie, so we'll go with that. So that's cool. So all in all, uh, a wonderful sunny May. I can't believe it's June already. I know. Um, talking of which, June Rollins, who normally is part <laughs> of our team, isn't here today. And so we are both taking the controls, Rachel and myself, um, trained recently. So I, I feel a bit like that kid at school who's had the stabilizers on their bike and now the stabilizers have been taken off. But I'm sure all of you listening out there are going to find it absolutely seamless. <laughs> um, and if not, we'll cover well. So um, I was looking at uh, Twitter earlier and I saw that story about that 30-year-old guy whose parents had to force him to move out. Did you see that, Rachel? We saw it last weekend because we had uh, we had family up and we were talking about it it's an amazing story isn't it so for our listeners who haven't seen it uh new york couple uh or greater new york suburbs their son is in his mid-30s he does not pay any rent refuses to pay rent refuses to do any chores and generally sits around the house expecting his parents to wait on him and do all of his laundry so they've called the police and they are having him evicted and a, a judge in new york ruled in the parents favor wow i'm sure there's some people out there listening on both sides of that argument or that <laughs> divide so we'll leave you to wonder about what you'd do if that was your situation too and funnily enough the next song is called years and years so obviously he's going to have to grow up quite quickly um if he's being evicted so sanctify there i i love that song um did you love that rachel i love it very mellow nice sunday morning song that really does ease it in doesn't it it does and i noticed that our guest who's going to be on um in a little while has arrived and it's um jenny harding from the newark food bank 
and you've been speaking to her quite a bit and so there's some kind of really interesting takes now on food banks before everybody reaches for their toast and everything out there we're going to tell you some great ways to get involved and and really how they're working in in modern day newark so yeah tell us a bit more rachel yeah so we've asked jenny harding to come in from newark food bank um it's a fabulous local charity part of the much larger trussell group and jenny will will talk about that later but really it's an opportunity for our listeners to um, understand how they can get involved as volunteers um, donating also for newark food bank it's a it's a much needed resource we've probably got listeners out there who are in some kind of food poverty that might be because they've um, had an event happen like um, somebody's died in the family they've had to pay for a funeral somebody's lost their job you know temporary hiccup which might mean that they they don't see themselves as qualifying for going to the food bank but it might be just that little bit of help that they need at the moment so jenny be talking about how you can actually access that and then really uh, nutritious recipes so they have fabulous food that they give out at the food bank um how do you turn those into nutritious recipes that are cheap and i think that's sort of something that we all do and all of our listeners will probably be interested in so we're going to be running through some of those later and I you've got a guest joining as well yes i have so on the same theme um ursula kelly's coming in she's an amazing photographer I mean, and she's gone from a background where she's photographed some really quite um, big names, but now really works mostly with kind of business women. Funnily enough, she, she took my photos. That's how I met her. And she has a heart for people who are using food banks and so she has a project and it's called stories of us and basically through photography and capturing people's stories she's been visiting food banks and really showing those stories through photo essay to really bring it i suppose to, to life you know because the reality is it's it's real people like you say and often people who maybe didn't know they were going to end up temporarily in that place who end up you know using those services so everybody listening there's kind of something for everybody here because um you might be somebody who might want to get involved volunteering um with the food bank you might be somebody who actually could really help you through that slightly tough time that you're having at the moment or you might be interested in the recipes that we're going to be talking about it's like one of those things when somebody comes around and you open your cupboard and go oh what can i make with that that tin of lentils and the tomatoes we've got the answer to that got, i was cooking with lentils last night <laughs> tried and tested yeah i've got some i've got some very farty boys back home <laughs> Yes, <laughs> beware parts of Newark. <laughs> oh, don't even go there. There'll My be a no-go area. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, so we'll be back with all of that and more. You're listening to Girls Around Town. It's Radio Newark. It's Sunday morning. And it is funny how the, the songs line up because here, Raspberry Beret <laughs> from Prince. Enjoy and stay tuned. I love that song. I love Prince. I was lucky enough to see him um, back in the 90s. So that was amazing. So what a great concert. What a great memory. So welcome again. It's Sunday morning. It's Radio Newark and Girls Around Town. I'm Rosin Palmer. Um, I'm joined with Rachel Repper. And I guess Jenny Harding from the Newark Food Bank will be joining us very soon. And also Ursula Kelly, who has done a photo essay called Stories of Us about people using food banks, which is really going to bring it 
to life. We're also going to have recipes and some more chat. So stay tuned. Uh, a wonderful song coming up again. Um, we'll love it when you call by The Feeling. And in fact, we love it when you call. So if when you're listening to any of our guests and any of the topics you'd like to ring us, it's 01636 678 033. So do give us a ring. It's your show, and the more you ring in, the more we can involve you too. Stay tuned. So, welcome back. And uh, as I said earlier, we do love it when you call, and we're on 01636 678 You're listening to Radio Newark, Sunday morning, Girls Around Town, and Rachel Repper and myself, Rosalind Palmer. So, before we welcome our guests in a little while, um, I saw another great thing um, about Benedict uh, Cumberbatch, who actually rescued somebody. So he saved a cyclist from a mugger. Um, it was like, and there's a picture of him in his kind of superhero outfit. I don't actually <laughs> think he was. He wasn't actually wearing it, no, though, was he? When I don't, this, I don't, <laughs> we should point out. Who knows? He hadn't, he hadn't seen a, a Deliveroo <laughs> driver being mugged, dashed off into the Lakers. Well, it wouldn't actually be a telephone box because we haven't got them anymore. But um, yeah, he. He was dressed normally, wasn't he? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think it was just the picture they put on Twitter next to him. But yeah. I, I kind of like that in a way that, you know, he just has his cape handy just in case. Yeah. It wasn't quite a. It wasn't quite Sherlock Holmes, though, was it? I mean, it was very action man, as I understand. Oh no, it's his character from the Avengers movie. So I went to see that recently. I don't know if you've seen any of that franchise. Yeah. I, ha- I have a twelve-year-old son. Oh. <laughs> what, what do you think? <laughs> I think you're. I think you're probably an expert. Whereas I went and I oh. hadn't seen any of the previous ones. So oh. I'm suddenly looking at this movie and I'm like thinking, I really don't know what's going on, but I'm just going to enjoy it. Yeah. And, you know, spot the celebs. So. Yeah, my conversations with Fred tend to uh, revolve around Marvel or DC. This is a very, very important point for 12-year-old boys. Marvel comics or DC comics. Really? You're either, you know, it's like Liverpool or Everton. Wow. You, know, you can't be both, yeah. And what, what's he then? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Can you tell? I love it. The mothers out there will get this. I'm like, yeah, 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 really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't got a clue. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. Anyway, so back to Benedict Cumberbatch. So he he sorted out this uh, mugger, didn't he? He did. uh, And uh, somebody captured it on their phone. And uh, he was a honest-to-good hero, which is brilliant, isn't it? What an uplifting story. It is. There was that man in France recently, actually, who scaled uh, an apartment (gasps) block. stunning! Yeah, he saw this child dangling kind of over the the balcony. And he he literally climbed up and saved this child. And what was really even more wonderful than that he did that was that they've actually given him French citizenship <laughs> so um, and, a job, and a job in the Parisian oh, fire service right, yeah. yeah so he's a Malian refugee mm. he's only been in the country I think four weeks yeah um, and uh, this amazing act of heroism and if you have a look on YouTube or wherever he scales the front of this building four stories in about ten seconds it is just breathtaking 
So I've yes. actually not seen it. I only read about it. Oh, I think I'm, you must I'll see be, it. I'll be Googling that in you, a minute. You really cannot believe it. It's genuinely like Spider-Man. He just goes up the front of this building and this tiny child who is, I think, 18 months old is hanging on with one hand off the balcony and he just scoops this this little little, little boy up. It's it's breathtaking. So, well well done to the French president, Macron, who, yeah. who had him at the Champs-Élysées as a thank you. I and, think it's uh, wonderful yeah. because I think we should we should celebrate our heroes yeah and, you know there's talk about everyday heroes we can all be heroes in little ways and i think you know um <laughs> yeah i'm not planning on for- scaling <laughs> yeah it's okay everybody i'm not planning on scaling rosie's <laughs> looking a little like wonder woman this morning she has got um, she's got some very stunning chunky aztec jewelry on and a very very red dress i might take a picture and put it on facebook oh, on uh, uh, on the new at radio but yeah so maybe she's got something planned for a bit later <laughs> Watch out, Newark. Yeah, yeah. I just need a phone box and it will turn into a cape. That's right. So um, stay tuned. Um, you're listening to Girls Around Town with Rachel and Rosalind. And love this as well. You'd be 40. I got you, babe. I didn't think I knew that record, but I do. I love that. That was really cool. Wow. Sitting down here now and making our lovely studio at Radio Newark very crowded, but in a really great way. Um, everybody's uh, rocking their summer look um, with pretty dresses and tops, etc. Um, or obviously their food bank um, corporate <laughs> top. So welcome to Girls Around Town. Welcome to Radio Newark. Uh, I'm Rosalind Palmer. I'm here with Rachel Repper. Hi, Rachel. And now we have both of our guests in the studio. So we have Jenny Harding. Good morning, Jenny. Good morning, Ross. And we have Ursula Kelly. Good morning. Good morning. So thanks for joining us so much. So, Rachel, I know that you've had a lot of contact with Jenny. Um, so perhaps you'd like to um, let everybody out there um, know a bit more about her and the food bank. Well, I think Jenny's probably the best person to do that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Jenny, yeah, you work for New York Food Bank. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your organisation and how it's linked to the wider Trussell Group? Yes, I'll, I'll keep it as short as I can. Um, New York Food Bank has been going since 2013 um, and we merged with the Tuxford Food Bank in 2015. Um, I've been working for Newark Food Bank all that time as the PR and fundraising person, but I don't have a background in PR and fundraising, so it's been a bit of a learning curve. But um, uh, Do you want to tell us what the food bank is there for? Yes, the food bank is there for people who are in crisis. That is our main thing. Our commitment uh, originally when we started it was no one in Newark needs to go hungry. And our motto, if you like, was food security for people in crisis. And we mostly find that people come in because they are having difficulty uh, paying their bills. For whatever reason, there could have been a bereavement in the family, a breakup of a relationship, that's very common. Uh, Loss of a job is very common, redundancy. Uh, Any reason, uh, they could get a big gas bill they're not expecting, or their car breaks down, boiler breaks down, any of those reasons. So they're struggling with their bills and they may have children or not, but they're going, looking, looking in their pantry and they're going, what do I do now? And we can help you with that. So we're going to be we're going to be chatting a bit more with Jenny. Um, how you can if you if you need uh, to have some help with uh, food security, mm-hmm. how you can access the food bank, how you might want to actually volunteer and get involved and support the work that the food bank is doing, um, and also recipes we're going to be covering. Uh, and of course, we're joined by your guest as well. Yes. Ros. So um, Ursula Ursula Kelly is 
a wonderful photographer. I'm not just saying that because she took really nice photos of me. Um, but she's had a background where she's um, photographed people who are famous, business people, but she has a heart and I was privileged enough to hear her make a presentation on this, which is why we've asked her to come along today. She has a heart for the actual individuals, the real human stories of behind the people who use food banks and find themselves having to use food banks. Um, perhaps you'd like to share, Ursula, what motivated you to do that and use your photographic skills and your um, photojournalism that you're doing. So um, I guess the idea for the project came about four years ago um, when I was um, well, I had my brother come to live with me for a few months, unexpectedly, and um, he lived with us for a few months, not able to find work, and then he eventually signed on, and me thinking that I was very worldly and knew what was going on in the world was, you know, really shocked to see what happens to people who don't have any money and who don't have access to help and support from a family and um, so I started kind of nosing about on the internet and was really shocked by the stats that I saw around food poverty and food insecurity in the UK I mean I was horrified in fact and so part of me at the time had a little baby who was three and a half months old so in that period of time you're kind of even more sensitive than you would normally be when you've got you know a newborn <laughs> Um, so everything, you know, everything makes you very sensitive. TV adverts will make you cry. But this stuff was real, and, and, and I was really surprised and, and horrified, really, and thought, okay, maybe I could go and donate some time when Poppy's a bit older and go to the food bank and maybe it could help out. And then, I was, as I was turning the idea over my head, I thought, well, actually, my skill set is making people talk to me People tell me all sorts of stuff when I make the portrait. Um, and also these portraits, if these were portraits of people who are accessing food banks, wouldn't they be really powerful to tell the story? But not just a standard portrait that we use to show somebody by an empty cupboard, but more an empowering portrait whereby the person who is accessing the food bank has a powerful role to play in perhaps changing perception around food bank use. So um, that's where the idea of Stories of Us came from. And you've got this beautiful, you've got this beautiful picture in front of you that I can say it doesn't work very well for radio I know <laughs> apologies but um, you have got a website storiesofusuk.com yeah. where people can go on whilst we're on air and have a look at some of the portraits you've got up there but just really stunning uplifting picture of uh, one of the users of the food bank I presume thank you well actually this guy is not a food bank user <laughs> <laughs> who is he then but the interesting thing is is that I had to use this as a piece of, I guess, um, marketing material in order to encourage people who are accessing food banks to come forward. So the portrait, that portrait looks exactly like the portraits that I have, have now done. made. Okay. Yeah. But the starting point of this is that people are feeling really insecure about themselves and they are embarrassed and they feel ashamed that they're accessing a food bank. And it's really challenging to get people to come forward and allow you to make their portrait. Yes, I did wonder that. So um, we can talk a bit more about that soon. And obviously we can uh, go back to Jenny um, very soon. So you can actually talk to us again about the mechanics of how here in Newark, all these things that you're hearing about, so that if you're listening to us today on Radio Newark and you're maybe somebody who is going through a tough time and has had to sign on and, you know, you may be facing a situation where the food bank could really, really, really 
really help you. We want to let you know more about that. Also, if you're somebody who's actually on the more fortunate other side of the coin and you could really help the food bank or also learn more about Ursula's wonderful stories, do do stay tuned. So it's Sunday morning, uh, Radio Newark and Girls Around Town and we'll be back very shortly after a wonderful song from Eternal and I Want to Be the Only One. So stay tuned and um, we'll be back soon. Welcome back to Radio Newark and Girls Around Town. Uh, there was a little bit of a moment there where I thought I was going to have to put my stabilizers back on again, the bicycle, but we're, we're going forward and all is good. So um, welcome to everybody listening. Um, I'm joined in the studio with my co-presenter, Rachel Repper, and we have Jenny Harding from the Newark Food Bank and photographer Ursula Kelly. So I'm going back to you, Jenny, because I'm really interested in the practicalities of the Newark Food Bank as to where it is, what times it's open, how people can, you know, access it. Can you tell everybody listening about that? Yes, I can. It's very easy to access Newark Food Bank. We've got over, or Tuxford Food Bank as well, we've got over 40 agencies that give out vouchers and you do need a voucher before you come to the food bank. So these agencies are listed on our website. I'll give full details of that later. Um, And they range from the job centre, they go through doctor surgery, short start schools, there's um, Citizens Advice Bureau, the Emmaus Trust, and so on. Very easy to get a voucher. You'll just have to give your name, address, and uh, the number of people in the household that require the food. Bring that voucher along to us. We're open in Newark twice a week on Tuesdays and Fridays, and Tuxford is open once a week on Tuesday. Coincidentally, we're both in the Methodist churches. <laughs> so Newark, um, uh, Barnby Gate Methodist Church for Newark, and the Tuxford Methodist Church for the Tuxford Food Bank. Uh, once you come in with your voucher, you have a cup of tea and a biscuit, piece of cake. If you actually haven't eaten for a little while, you can have beans on toast, you can have soup and toast, all of that's provided. You'll have a chat with one of our trained uh, front of house staff um, who'll be asking you all sorts of, be asking you questions about your food insecurity and what kind of foods you need and like. Uh, during that process somebody else will be bringing out the food for you so it's three days worth of food for everybody uh, in the family or a singleton to have three meals Um, then uh, you will take that food away and we hope that that one visit would be fine but if you need to come back you just repeat the process after about the third voucher which we rarely get we would start to be more interested in what is going on for you and we can signpost you to help you can always ask for help um, and a lot of people just come in and ask us for help a chat they don't really actually want the food they want some advice so that happens a lot and you were saying one of the biggest problems is people's delay in receiving their benefits that is one of the big problems in uh, not just in Newark I think that's pretty much nationwide at the moment with the rolling out of universal credit a lot of people are waiting much longer than they used to to either get benefits that they're owed or to get into the benefit system and that can cause an issue with food poverty and all sorts of other issues for them as well but we can help with the food and uh as you know are you able to tell us a little bit about some of the people you've met and why they found themselves in the position of having to utilize food banks yeah, I think that's one of the interesting things about the project is that there isn't just one story. And um, so, whilst you might say that you know you've just mentioned that benefit sanctions are one of the reasons, or one of the largest reasons that people are accessing a, a food banks, 
is that each one of those stories will be completely unique and different and I guess that's what I'm trying to get across with the project Stories of Us is to talk about that. So each person who's experiencing food poverty or insecurity, for them it's, you know, it's, it's really drastic and it's horrendous um, to be in that situation. But they are one of probably over, you know, well I can't give you the exact amount of people but we do know that there was like 1.3 million emergency food parcels given out last year alone. Um, and it's increasing, you know, it's it's not going away. So wh whilst for you and you're in this situation that's absolutely horrendous, you are not alone. Um, and there is lots of support and help out there, which Jenny has just mentioned. It's not just about accessing food, but when stuff starts to get better for you, that you can access advice and support on, on how to make those things better. At the time, I'm sure it doesn't feel that way. So um, I think one of the hardest stories I've had to hear was a lady who came to the food bank on her way to work and she worked in a, um, a well-known uh, coffee house let's put it that way and she had holes in her shoes and she had come to the food bank to get food on her way to before she got to work um, and that really hurt me because I was just imagining that if I was to go out for a coffee with some of my girlfriends, it's a real treat. You know, you're sitting there having this really nice coffee. Let's go for coffee. But actually, the the person who is, is serving you that coffee has got holes in her shoes and she's been to the food bank that morning. And it's really hard to actually even comprehend that that's a reality, but it is. And it's only one of the, it's only like a, a tiny, tiny story out of the, you know, millions of stories there are. I mean, the UN has, has said that we've got 8 million people who are food insecure in the UK that's what they're they're reckoning at the moment 8 million in the UK and food insecure is what 66 million something like, I think that. like that yeah, yeah. And of course wow. frightening. yeah food insecurity and food poverty there's, there's, a, there's a whole different range of ways to describe that um, but for each person like I'm saying who's experiencing that at the moment it's just the worst thing in the world and it's really hard to imagine so with this project sometimes when I'm in the food bank somebody will tell me a story and I won't make their portrait and sometimes I make the portrait and they don't give me a story sometimes I just film them without their face just their hands in where it's documented so I get a real accurate description um, and you get a real sense of who that person is because you hear their voice um, and it's sometimes it's really hard to separate myself from each person that I've met because it's it's really upsetting and I'm sure you've experienced that as well Jenny um, because you want to say you want to put your arms around every person and tell them that it'll be alright but actually you don't know if it will be no mm. um, and that's one of the hardest things I guess so with this project each person's portrait that I make is to be empowering is to be a beautiful strong portrait of that person and collectively I want to show that if we can see all of these faces and know all of these stories then perhaps we can break down some of the disconnect that I think exists right now. So we've got two very passionate people in the studio who are very committed to what is a very worthy um, cause. We're going to have a bit of a break and uh, come back and, and talk to Jenny in particular about how we can get involved and support the work of Newark Food Bank because there's lots of things that we can do, isn't that right Jenny? That's right. Back with you soon. 
wonderful text that would say what you want. And we have a lot more to say, certainly our guests do. Our guests in the studio today at Radio Newark at Girls Around Town are Jenny Harding from the Newark Food Bank and uh, photographer extraordinaire, I'm going to say, <laughs> Ursula Kelly. So, Jenny, um, back to some more of the practicalities. Perhaps, you know, how could people who want to either volunteer or donate food, perhaps you'd like to tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, sure, Roz. Um, we are very lucky in the Newark and Tuxed area, and we're also, all, everyone who works, in vo- uh, sorry, everyone who volunteers, I should say, we don't pay anyone at Newark Food Bank. <laughs> We're all so impressed with the generosity of Newark and Tuxford and Southwall and all the villages around because they are collecting food all the time for us. So there are lots of donation points um, in and around Newark. Uh, the main ones in Newark are the supermarkets, Waitrose, Asda, etc., St Mary's Church. Uh, we have a l- full list of all the donation points on our website. Can you just tell me how that works? Because, I mean, yes. I, I didn't even know that. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I'm really interested. Well, so, I mean, you, I, I you roll into Asda and look yeah. at the front entrance. They have a huge trolley sign posted with our What We Need Now sign, and it has Food Bank and Asda branding on it at the moment. They're ah. doing a food poverty uh, exercise and stuff. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, yes. So, you um, actually will uh, indicate what foods you want yes, to people. Yes, all our donation yeah. points. We have Great. a very good system where the people who run them, for example, Southwall Churches together, the uh, the chemists in Southwall, Tuxford shops, similar. We have distributed these white clean boards, and every month they are updated with what we're short of. So that's great. I mean, that's a great tip for everybody, isn't it? Mm. If, you're, if you're doing your shopping at the supermarket, I presume it's all the supermarkets are involved, no, are they? It's not all oh. the supermarkets. <laughs> <laughs> Name and shame. <laughs> Sometimes there's one off. Uh, Sainsbury's will do one yeah. after this in Bolton. But it's always, uh, there's always an open uh, donation point at Waitrose in Newark. And at Astor in Newark, they have a huge trolley uh, right by their entrance door when you come in. Um, and uh, as I say, St Mary's Church, lots of churches because we're part of churches together as well. And then uh, villages, village halls, for example, Winthorpe, South Muscombe, others that I can't think of off the top of my head. So right it's now. all on your website, all is it? All on our website. These are all points where people can go and donate food. Now, the point I really want to make here is that Newark Food Bank, for health and safety reasons and for our warehouse reason, we cannot take any fresh food. It must, I'm afraid, be all tinned, packet, long life, UHT, etc. But we can still provide very nutritious bags of food uh, to make meals from out of that. We're going to talk a little bit about that later yeah. on, aren't we? Because I have actually been yes. cooking this week. With <laughs> Rachel has been now, doing I, that, the home cook. <laughs> I would like to make one major point about the food you donate. We do sometimes get, and it's um, starting to increase sadly, out of date food, and we cannot accept that. In fact, I brought with me today one tin of salmon to show you that we received a couple of years ago that is best before date 1996. <laughs> so we do keep that as a reminder in the warehouse of just how far out of date we have had donations, but we really cannot accept out of date food. When we have food that is coming close to its uh, use by or sell by date, that goes in a in a special bin in the front of the house, in front of house at, at Barnaby Gate, so that people who have got, got their food banks can take a couple more mm-hmm. items from that, and, and it just adds helps them, um, you know, a little extra. We also give treats out as well, so there will be some chocolate biscuits and Kit Kats, some stuff for kids that they would like, some cereals and things like that. So they're in the front of house as well. We also do, as well as food and beverages, and all beverages must be UHT, I'm afraid, for the storage point of view um, but we do have uh, treats available and anything that we uh, give out 
uh, is also um, we accompany that with a, a, a question about do you need anything for the house or your personal hygiene or anything like that. So we can give out everything, everything from loo rolls to feminine hygiene products to babies' nappies to babies' food. People who come in just have to ask for that, and we can provide that as well. So it's a great opportunity, isn't it? To if, mm. you, if, you, if you're time poor because you're fortunate enough to be in full time work, you know when you're doing your weekly shop, you can go and buy a few extra items and put them in the trolley for the food bank. Can, That's yeah. a fabulous way to contribute. If you have got time on your hands, then you can apply to be a volunteer. Can you through your website? That's right. We have uh, 50 plus volunteers working for Newark, and, and Tuxford has about another. 15 I think um, and we at the moment I would say we're probably fully staffed for volunteers but that can change uh, people come and go all the time so on the website you'll find a form you can fill in to express an interest to be a, a part-time volunteer for the New York Food Bank uh, it does work best for people who are retired or in part-time work because we work most of our work is done on weekdays mm. during office hours um, and so there's all sorts of jobs ranging from the front of house to warehouse packing and stacking. And uh, what else do we have? Um, let me have a think. Uh, Presumably cooking the baked beans on toast. Yes, oh yes, yeah, the kitchen, yeah. yes, the The little kitchen is very busy. There's yeah. cups of tea and coffee and things yeah. on toast flying out all the time. I like the fact that in in a way it's there for everybody and, and everybody can get involved, like you said, Rachel, that... Yeah. Um, um, I have a background in charity marketing and obviously as a therapist myself, you know, one of the ways for your own self-esteem and your own self-worth is actually to, to help others, um, you know, and it, it's it, it actually, it's proven, there's scientific studies that show that people who donate or who help other people, it actually makes them, well, you just feel good about yourself, don't you? And so how easy is that? You know, you're going to go into Asda, you're going to go into Waitrose and you're just going to buy a couple more things on top of your weekly shop and you feel good about yourself and you're really making somebody else you know make that change particularly as you've said because it's often quite a short time you know like you were saying maybe one or only or two or three vouchers so it's usually somebody going through just a temporary hard time yes i, I would say we don't limit um no we usually see people using one or two or three vouchers yes so um ursula You've uh, you're involved with the food banks um, through your photography. Mm -hmm. What motivated you to get involved? Mm. So the interesting thing for me was that um, my brother, who came to live with me for a few months, um, was unemployed, struggled to find work, and then signed on. And his experience of signing on was really shocking to me. I had no idea the small amount of money that you would get when you eventually got it but how you were supposed to kind of get by in that interim period while you're waiting for a payment to come through so I started doing some research on the internet and got some of the shocking figures around food poverty and food insecurity in the UK and thought I need to do something about this and as my skill is as a portrait photographer and getting people to talk to me and open up and tell me their their thing I thought I could do something with this. This at the at the time, in fairness, I was thinking this should be on the side of you know bus stops, and we should this should be on billboards everywhere. People are you know needing to access food banks in the UK in 2015, which it was at this time when I was thinking about this project. Actually, it was 2014 when I first thought about it. Um, was I was just really I'm horrified. So what can what can we do as a society collectively? to help our neighbour and um, 
And so when we, if you go on the internet and you start to research food poverty and food insecurity after listening to this radio show this morning, you might be more interested or inclined to do so. There's lots of stats out there and there's pie charts and there's colourful graphs and it will tell you the reasons why people are accessing food banks and how that's growing. But I felt that by making portraits, it makes it a more uh, human um, real life experience whereby when we see these people it's harder to disconnect from that truth and so what I'd really like to ask people to do today is either go and find stories of us online or if you have experienced anything around food insecurity or food um, poverty yourself to, to get in touch I'd really like to talk to you and make your portrait great well let's get some more details on that and lots more also from Jenny about the um, Newark Food Bank after we find ourselves lost for a little while Sunday morning Radio Newark in music Welcome back to Girls Around Town on Radio Newark. I'm Rosalind Palmer. I'm joined with Rachel Repper. We have Jenny Harding from the Newark Food Bank and Ursula Kelly, who's doing a project, a photo project, into food banks. And um, I looked across the desk and I can see you've got a lovely cookbook in front of you, Rachel. What's yeah, that? it's not my cookery book. It's a recipe book that's uh, from Newark Food Bank. Isn't that right, Jenny? That's right. We produced that in 2014. So one of the, the, the th things that I've noticed, because I run occasional uh, cookery classes, um, people's cooking skills uh, tend to be quite uh, poor nowadays. Um, when I went to school, I'm 48. Um, you're a similar age, aren't you, Ros? <laughs> 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 I was a bit older. I was. Yeah. I was. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, the, it might have been sexist in those good old days. But uh, we certainly we were taught how to cook, weren't we? And so, one of the things I've noticed is that many people nowadays um, don't even know how to to, to cook an onion, um, or don't know how to combine ingredients to get a nutritious food. And we we see an increase of people having fast food and and stuff that isn't particularly good for them. So, Jenny, you recommend for people who are using the food bank that they also go and access maybe new at market is that right that's correct you can um, very often get very good deals on nutritious vegetables fresh vegetables the onion or the small bottle of cooking oil and then with the food bags that we give out we produce recipes there and they are on our website for people to use those food bags to cook nutritious meals albeit some of it is tinned veg and fruit it's still very nutritious um, yes so one of the things that I did this week was I took a sort of typical food bank bag of tin stuff and I went and bought an onion um, and uh, a carrot of which I only used half and um, a few mushrooms and I got one of those veg bowls that you get off New York Market yes. for a pound mm. where you get a mixture. Yeah, so you can get things like leeks. I think you can also make them up, can't you? <laughs> and <clears throat> it took me about 20 minutes to, in a pan with a bit of olive oil, just um, gently sweat, which is light fly frying <laughs> for those... <laughs> not flying. Ooh, wow. <laughs> light frying for those, uh, those who don't cook much. Um, you know, just on a low heat. And then adding some, uh, some water uh, from the kettle to that and one stock cube and I got a really nice gravy which I then put a tin of lentils into. Now that's exactly the sort of food that you get at the food that's bank, isn't exactly it? exactly right and a lot of those recipes are very much based around the stir-fry or that, that solution to opening the tins and making a nutritious and tasty meal with the addition of a fresh onion and some perhaps some olive oil and a few herbs and spices which hopefully you'll have in, your, in the store cupboard but we very often have herbs and spices available in the box 
at the front of the house for people to help themselves. Which is just fantastic. And I mean, most of the, the most of the recipes in here I notice you don't need an oven. You can cook them on a single ring. Yes, whether it's that's gas also or electric. probably important, isn't it? So, um, so great. So, I mean, I think the recipes on the website would be really useful for all of our listeners. Um, yes. And I've found a couple of them really interesting. The Moroccan chickpea. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go and cook <laughs> that uh, tagine recipe, which again is a one pan pot. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a chance to do it, but I will do. <laughs> so, Ursula, what are you what are you looking for from um, this uh, radio show and talking to our uh, uh, listeners today well like i was saying i guess earlier on for those who i didn't hear is that the re- the main reason for this project is for me to to try and help break down some of the disconnect that i feel that exists there's very much an us and them mentality that can exist and you know it's there's there's no one reason why people are accessing food banks but it is um really horrendous for the people who are having to do so so what i would really like people to do is to i guess reach out either if you want to donate that's wonderful but reach out to the project that i've created is called stories of us and you can find it on social media facebook instagram twitter share any of the stories or any of the news that's on there um, and by doing so we're helping to increase awareness of what is actually happening and by doing so then in, in turn we can hopefully create some real change so the pilot project that i've created um, with portraits where i've been meeting people at food bank in nottingham is to become part of a nationwide exhibition which um, starts off this summer um, and it's also got some work by James Lane and Hugh Nichols, uh, photographers down south and also some work by Professor James May who's been involved helping us with all of the right words but that's going to end in the House of Commons in, um, in August um, with the World Hunger Day to really try and raise awareness of what is happening but what I'd really like for the project to do is become a nationwide project so I go to every corner of the country and meet people from every different town and city who are accessing food banks and as you're on I think Jenny was saying we've got over 700 uh, Trussell Trust food banks but of course the IFN which is the Independent Food Aid Network um, I've also said there's probably another 70 so the numbers are rising every day and I think by knowing that this is happening that if you are plugged into it and you want to do something about it then we really can but if we don't know that it's happening then we can't so I guess it's just a kind of eyes and ears wide open and having a little bit of kind of compassion and empathy whatever way that might be and as simple as if you haven't got spare money yourself to donate to the food bank then you can at least share things and information online to help raise awareness and support the people who are in this situation yeah and let them be seen and you can be your project is on facebook and people can like it yes they can follow the project they can share the page they can share stories from the page at the moment the portraits have all been kept back they've not been shared anywhere because i want them to have a real impact when this um, this exhibition starts off Um, and i feel if i share one story and one portrait at a time it doesn't have the same impact as seeing 10 15 20 50 100 faces together and so that's my my aim so you've got to keep your eyes peeled until the picture start to get released and where do people find that again so the project will be on facebook and it's stories of us uh you can also find us on twitter and instagram and it's at stories of us uk 
Thanks, Ursia. And Jenny, do you want to just again remind the listeners of how they can get hold of you and the Newark Food Bank? Yes, listeners, and I also should mention that uh, we do have some expenses, small as they are, running Newark Food Bank. So people can donate money to us. There's a donate button on our website, which is newark.foodbank.org.uk, and we are a registered charity, so you can gift aid it. Um, I think that's about all I have to say at the moment, unless you'd like to hear some stories. Well, I think we'll just go to another song, mm-hmm. and then I think we possibly will have time, because there's nothing like actually hearing a real human interest story. Um, and this is a song that really tells a story, so stay tuned for Mrs. Robinson from Simon and Garfunkel, and we'll be back with you very soon, Girls Around Town, Radio New York. So welcome back to Girls Around Town on Radio Nerd for our final part of today where we've been talking about food banks with Ursula Kelly, photographer, and Jenny Harding. So Jenny, um, back to you really because I, I do think it's really important all the way through this show. We've really tried to make it about the people, haven't we, and humanise it and everybody listening and we've given you ideas for how you can get involved or how you can use this service. Tell us about the kind of people that you've met. Well, I'll just mention one story about how Newark Food Bank and the people who've donated to us helped a Newark single mum with children. She fell ill and she was signed off work. Then her sick pay ran out and then she started to go through her savings. She was struggling with her rent and utilities payments and she was facing eviction. She came to Food Bank and we were able to support her with food, toiletries and daily necessities until she was able to go back to work. She was then able to pay her rent and was not evicted. And she sent us the most wonderful thank you card. I think we're going to frame it. I think think that's that's a fantastic story, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, we were saying, actually, when we were talking before um, coming back on air, that it's a shame all those stories aren't on the website. That might be something to think about. So certainly see if we can do that. Jenny, it's been wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for the wonderful work you do. Ursula, again, wonderful. You have such a heart for this. Good Um, luck with the exhibition as well. Yeah. Let us know. Thank you. Let us absolutely know. And everybody in Newark can also help. Like you say, if all they can do is share information that's good enough so we'll be back next sunday with girls around town i'll be back here um <laughs> stabilize the wheels off again so you know it'll be absolute plain sailing next week everybody <laughs> it's 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 all good um i used to have a thing at the side of my desk actually um when i was in marketing and it said i've learned so much from my mistakes i think i'll make another <laughs> Not, not sure that's exactly the mantra for my um, <laughs> for my radio career, but uh, it definitely um, once you do something, you learn not to do it again. So next week we're joined here um, myself, Rosalind Palmer. There'll be June Rollins back. And we have Shona Monroe from Skin Elixir, and they are a multi-award-winning handmade vegan skincare range, which is not only luxurious, um, but it's also ethical. And I have tried a little sample of it, and it was beautiful. And I, as somebody who had cancer 13 years ago, I'm very fussy about not putting things on my skin that have parabens and all those nasty things because you know your skin absorbs it so there'll be lots of really interesting information next week on girls around town on radio newark sunday morning 10 till 12 so we will see you then have a wonderful sunday today we-